Hey, what's up, guys, and welcome to the third episode of Take Me to the Top podcast. I'm your host, Grady, with my co-host, Dakota, and we're here to take you to the top of today's sports news. All right, you ready to do this? Yeah, I'm good. All right, so on today's episode, we're going to talk about everything that is going on with Aaron Rodgers, the drama, what's actually going on, what people are saying, the truth. We're going to try to get to the bottom of this and really decipher with evidence of what's going on roasted all right so if you haven't been living under a rock everybody knows that there is a lot of controversy right now going around with green bay packers quarterback aaron Rodgers. this all started at the end of the last season when green bay did not make it to the super bowl and lost to the tampa bay buccaneers it was very prominent that he was not happy with what was going on he hasn't had a first round quarter or wide receiver in a long long time they always take defense and the year that they make it and lose, they take a quarterback to replace him, quote-unquote. Yeah, he ain't happy. And I'd rather see their GM lose, honestly. Well, and that's the thing. is So there's a lot of different things coming out about what's going down. Like, everybody knows that Aaron Rodgers is not happy. But then you get draft day coming. You know, everybody's super excited. You know, where's Trevor Lawrence going to go? You know, we, we had basically two different episodes about that already check the previous episodes <laughs> but basically adam scheffler tweets out that the green bay packers and aaron Rodgers are basically fighting with each other and this starts a shitstorm of media and news conference like it's so far gone that i would say most people weren't even talking about the draft more people were talking about what is the future of aaron Rodgers and what is the future of the green bay packers yeah, it definitely kind of buried the uh, the draft news and who was going where. Everybody was like, oh, we already know the first three picks are going to be quarterbacks and Heisman winners are going to go in the first round. They were just more concerned about, is Aaron Rodgers up for grabs and will Green Bay fall off? Well, and that's the thing. So the Green Bay Packers have flat out said multiple times in multiple press conferences from their general manager, from their head coach, from the executive boards they have said that aaron Rodgers is not going anywhere he is not being traded even though both the 49ers and the broncos have sent out trade offers for aaron they said it's not going to happen like he is their quarterback for the future and what a lot of people aren't realizing is aaron has two choices he can either play this year or retire because he is still under contract for another two years his contract is not done until 2023 now this is his last year of guaranteed money so i mean that's a little bit more wiggle room but we'll see what happens i mean the packers have came out and said that during this off season between february and the draft that mark murphy the um, president of the Green Bay Packers, Brian Kuntagunz, the general manager, and Mark, er, Matt LaFleur, the head coach, have all flown out several different times on their own to talk to and try to negotiate with Rodgers and his agent for the future because they all want him to stay a Packer and they want him for the future. Uh, the thing is, is, I don't think Aaron wants to be a Packer for the future. Basically under their GM. He hates the dude. It's very evident. And he doesn't want to be there as long as that guy's in the picture. 
Do you think money talks, though? Do you think that if they make him the highest-paid quarterback and they're able to get him some wide receiver help, he will stay? No, I think he's looking for a ring, and they don't have the they didn't give him the weapons he wanted, so he's pissed off and doesn't want to be there. I mean, that makes sense. It's 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 a shitstorm right now. Like the crazy thing is. When it comes down to it, there is no hardcore evidence. Aaron Rodgers himself has not came out and said anything. Now, there's been talks behind closed doors. There's been talks of, hey, he talked to this player, or, oh, he talked to this um, organization member from the Packers. But Aaron Rodgers himself has not came out. The Packers themselves have came out and said, we want Aaron for the future. He is our quarterback. This is what we're wanting. Now, the whole tweet that started all of this with Adam Scheffner... He was Adam Scheffner was on um, a radio show of uh, who was it? It was um, oh Dan Patrick's show. Yeah, so he was on Dan Patrick's show, and Dan is a very straightforward guy. He was like, "What are your sources? What? What? Who was telling you this that this was going down? Because a lot of people thought that Aaron Rodgers was trying to steal all of the limelight from the draft." And he's like, "Well." Nobody. I have no sources. This is stuff that I've been reading on the walls. Like this is stuff I've seen and like I'm putting things together on my own and it's not an actual factual thing. Yes, I'm sure elements of it are actual like things that are going on, but this all got blown way out of proportion because a reporter and who is probably the biggest NFL reporter was reading the room. I don't know if that's right if that's wrong i don't feel like i feel like his credibility as a reporter should be questioned yeah when it's a lot of hearsay and you like try to piece stuff together but don't have any like anything to fall back on whatsoever and then you flat out tell everybody yeah i just said that shit doesn't mean it's true doesn't make you sound credible anymore no and how do you look into the future and like oh we got breaking news from adam scheffner cool is it actually real is this is this something he's making up does he actually have sources for anything did you fact check him before you uh decided you want to blow this up well that's the thing is man he put it on his own personal twitter and you know like this man has crazy outrageous like he's got a ton of views and he's got a lot of support because of everything he's done i mean all right i got his twitter pulled up right now he's got 2.7 million followers like including like you know Barstool and like a lot of these other famous players and like actual teams like the Indianapolis Colts and the Giants like these people follow him so if he tweets something out it's going all over like you know I don't know it just it blows my mind that he was like okay cool we're gonna release this let alone on draft day like there were reporters and there were news anchors and there were all sorts of people coming at rogers being like he's just being melodramatic he's trying to steal the limelight he's trying to steal the show i don't think rogers wanted any of this information out i think he wanted to keep this quiet because it looks bad on him it looks bad on the organization and like if let's say he did want to leave green bay hypothetically let's say he did if a team is seeing him do this, is a team going to want to take him? Is a team going to want to take a chance on him if he's stirring up drama and stuff like that? I don't think he would. Like, I don't think that a team would be like, yeah, he's a great player, but he's not worth the drama. Look at Kaepernick. He's not worth the drama. That's funny because uh, 
Kaepernick's old team put in a bid for him. Did you see what they offered Green I'm, Bay for I mean, him? It was trash, but... No, was, not at all. No. What the 49ers offered and made a call about, Kyle Shanahan was going to send over Nick Bosa, oh. Jimmy Garoppolo, a first and a second round draft pick. Yeah, see, I only heard about the draft picks. I didn't hear about the other the two players. No, yeah, no. that's that's a... Jesus. And the Broncos sent over um, Vaughn Miller. Yeah. They sent Drew Locke and then a first and a second draft pick. And Green Bay's like, no, we're not budging. I mean, it would be a killer thing to have Nick Nick Bosa changes any defense. And to have that kind of man to be on your team would be phenomenal. And that tells you how much that the Packers want to keep Aaron Rodgers. I mean, like, they're going to do whatever it takes because... Being a Packers fan, I know how this team works and how they operate. They don't do anything big and flashy for free agency. They like to keep things homegrown. Look at Devontae Adams. Look at Jordy Nelson. Look at Randall Cobb. They like to keep their people inbound and use what they have and what they've grown with. You know, Aaron Jones got drafted to the Green Bay Packers, and he just re-signed, you know? Yeah. That, that being said... Didn't they make a statement saying if they were to trade Aaron Rodgers, it wasn't going to be the NFC? Uh, that's the kind of the speculation. Everybody's thinking it that. wasn't stated no. straight up. Okay. No, the only thing that has been said is the Packers are not trading Aaron Rodgers. They yeah, just that, haven't been offered enough yet. I, I don't. They could be offered. They could be offered Tom Brady, and I don't think they would. I don't know about that. If there was an offer where they were like, you know what, we're going to give you Mike Evans, we're going to give you Ndamukong Sue, and we're going to give you Tom Brady, and we just want Aaron, I don't think the Packers would do it. They like to keep it in-house. I don't know, man. There's got to be something that's going to budge. Look at Brett Favre. I don't think the Packers wanted to lose Brett Favre when they did, but he said he wanted to retire, and then they had already moved on from him a couple months later when he said, oh, I'm ready to come back, and they're like, no. I think if Brett Favre wouldn't have retired in the first place, Brett Favre would have lasted probably another three years, and who would have known what would have happened with Rodgers? So, if the Packers don't fire their GM, do you see Aaron pulling a Brett Favre's? I mean, if he retires, he can't do anything until his contract's done. So Exactly. Would he retire for two years and then come back? I don't know. I mean, or does he go to the game show? I mean, he might go to Jeopardy and do that. But here's the thing: you retire as a quarterback, it's hard to get back into it if you're taking two years off. Plus, if he retires, he misses out on thirty-two million dollars this year alone. Yeah, of guaranteed money. Like, yes, that that's a lot of money. And yeah, there's been quarterbacks and wide receivers that have done that, and they don't care about the money. But I mean, thirty-two million is a lot, even for a pro standard. Like, what are what are the odds he rides the thirty-two million guaranteed this year and retires next year if something doesn't happen? And that's and that's what I think might actually happen. I I guarantee Aaron Rodgers will start for the Green Bay Packers this year. There's a lot of talk he won't. But here's the thing: what happens if they make a great push this year? All of this happens. Maybe they make the Super Bowl. Like there were the Green Bay Packers were only a few pieces away from winning and or even going to the Super Bowl. They fixed one of their main issues in the draft this year with their first round pick, who is a corner who is just phenomenal. He's going to be on the other side of Jair Alexander. 
that's going to lock that down on top of they re-signed Aaron Jones, they've still got Devontae, and they've got Devin Funches coming in who did not play last year who is a true second wide receiver. Like they had second or they had third and fourth wide receivers playing in that second and third and trying to step up. Not saying Alan Lazard and Marquez Valdez Scantley didn't do a good job. Because they did. They did with what they could. And Alan Lazard became a standout player last year. But when you have an experienced veteran like Funches who played really, really well with the Colts coming back this year and saying, Okay, I live with my or my parents live with me, my grandparents live with me, my grandfather gave me the blessing to play this year, and the only reason I didn't play last year was because of COVID. Like now you have Devontae and you have Funches, and now you've got Aaron Jones being re-signed. Yes, they lost um, Williams as a running back, but you have uh, A.J. Dillon that is stepping up, who was proven last year that Quadzilla is here to stay, and that dude will shove the ball down your throat. Green Bay likes to play that two-run um, running back game where you've got two backs that'll go boom, 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 boom. Not one is just getting all the carries, which can save in the long run. But I really feel like Green Bay is like one or two key pieces away. Also, you've got David Bakhtiari coming back this year who got injured literally like two weeks before, or no, it was the week before they played Tampa in a practice. Like he tore his ACL. Now you got him coming back, and he protects Rodgers' blindside. That game would be totally different in Green Bay if Bakhtiari would have been there to protect him. Rodgers wouldn't have been running like a wounded gazelle in the Serengeti. I'll give you that. They do have a lot coming back into this season. But is it enough to change his mind next draft on leaving? Yes. I think if you make it to the Super Bowl, I think if you win the Super Bowl... If you've, they've got a overall great team. Like that's the thing is they have the team to do it. It's just like any team. Can you stay healthy? Can you make it the extra playoff? Now here's the thing. This is a weird year where they added an extra game. So I mean. There's going to be a lot of interesting things going on, but if you can stay healthy and make a good playoff push and stay healthy in the playoffs, Green Bay, I don't really see another team being able to be like, hi, I'm here to like challenge you besides the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the NFC. Yes, all the Bears fans and all the Vikings fans are like, oh, let's hope Aaron gets sent to the other division. Well, it's probably not going to happen this year. And if they've got a whole year to negotiate, to do whatever they can, I don't know. I feel like that they have a very good chance to negotiate. They'll have a whole season, like, face-to-face. You know, it's tough when you're on a phone call or, you know, you don't see these people and everything like that, you know. If you're out in California doing whatever and you got the folks up in Green Bay, Wisconsin doing that, you know, it's, it's tough to be in that communication and not doing it face-to-face, you know? True. On top of that, uh, the Kentucky Derby just happened, right? And uh, one of my favorite podcasts, uh, the Pat McAfee Show, he's got AJ Hawk that works with him, right? AJ and Aaron are really good friends. They go to the Derby together every year. Now, on his show, he was talking about how 
it the, he truly does believe that there is there is a way that the Packers and Rodgers can like glue all this back together and reestablish a great and healthy relationship. Now he was not speaking for Aaron and he made that very clear. But if you have somebody that is personally good friends with Aaron, spent good time with him during the derby and you know stuff was being talked about. Like yeah, you yeah, know behind sure. closed doors that they were. I think that there is still hope. I know all the Justin Fields fans and all the Kirk Cousin fans and they're like yeah, let's get him out of here. You know, that, that's what every Lions, Bears, and Vikings fan wants for Christmas. It's their wet dream to do it. I don't think it's going to happen this year. Get your hopes up. See, all these fans getting their hopes up, Aaron Rodgers leaving their division, leaving their conference, stuff like that, it makes no sense to me. One, you still have to take down Tom Brady. And it... For God's sake, that happens. Then you're back playing either him or some other quarterback in the AFC. Yeah. So you're still going to have to play his ass. Well, and here's the thing. You sent, like, if, let's say he would have gotten traded to the 49ers. Cool. You're going to have to meet him in playoffs. He's still in the NFC. You've still got Tom. You've got Russell. You've got... A lot of other good players. I mean, like... They shouldn't solely be looking at one quarterback and thinking, oh, yeah, it's a godsend. He's gone. I'm golden. You're not. That's the thing is, since Rodgers really came into this league, he's pretty much owned the North. There's only been a few times where Green Bay has not taken the North during the Rodgers reign, and that was when he was hurt. Like... Every Bears fan hates when he comes into town. Every Vikings and every Lions fan. He's done crazy, phenomenal things, but that's a testament as to who he is as a player. Like, I don't know. People are hoping that he goes to, like, the Broncos, and then, okay, you go to the Broncos. Now you're playing Patrick Mahomes twice a season, at least. Three if you guys play each other in playoffs. Like, for sure. I don't know, and that's the thing is, you can name a lot of different receivers for a lot of different teams, but like you talked about before we even started recording, who's the Broncos' number one and number two wide receivers? Yeah, off the top I, of I don't think there's anybody in the AFC that can put up enough for Aaron to be like, yeah, I want to go to them. Denver, I don't. They don't really have any weapons. You can look it up all you want. They're not going to size up to Green Bay. There's really nobody in the AFC that needs... I mean, everybody needs Aaron Rodgers because everybody he's like one of the top two quarterbacks in the NFL. But... Okay, I just pulled it up. So, for your wide receivers, your top three in the Denver Broncos system right now is Jerry Judy, KJ Hallmer, and Dante Spencer. Jerry Judy is the only one that I really know anything about and have heard his name. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay, and you look at what's Aaron Rodgers known for throughout the years. His tight end work, whether it be Jimmy Graham or Mercedes Lewis or whoever it may be. Okay, let's see. We got Noah Font, Nick Vanette, and Troy Fungamel. Yeah, nobody. Like, he's... I don't know. I... I just don't see it happening. I, I don't see him going to a team where he's downgrading 
in his talent around him. Aaron Rodgers wants another Super Bowl. He does. He's made it very clear, and he's almost been there multiple times. They, they can't offer him any amount of money to downgrade his weapons. No. I mean, he's losing his number one of Devontae, which is tough as is, but, like... It he, would literally have to be a team built like Tampa Bay. Oh, 100%. And... And here's the thing. Any team that he would go to would cost that team so much money or prospects or whatever that they wouldn't be able to go full on him. Like, he wants a team to be able to be like, okay, we're going to give you everything in the kitchen sink to make this happen like Tampa was. But Tampa did not trade for Tom Brady. They got him in free agency. The and only, that's the difference. The only person I can see trying to make a bold statement that has a decent amount of weapons still, even though their depth chart doesn't sound like they do, is because this dude can pull shit out of his ass and make a season happen is Bill fucking Belichick and the Patriots. <laughs> I... I'd, I'd highly I doubt with doubt him. Aaron would want to go to him. I don't even think that. I don't think I don't. A, the Patriots don't have anything to give the Packers unless they're giving him Mac Jones. Like that's the thing is okay. You look at you look at who they have. They don't really have a lot of people anymore. They don't. Tampa took them all. Exactly. They're following Brady. <laughs> It, it, it is what it is. Like, it sucks, but I don't know. But the Patriots and Bill himself are very well known. Oh, 100%. To build around a quarterback with very not known players and somehow pull something out of their ass. And I would agree with that. But you would have to think of it from Green Bay's perspective and be like, okay, well... well you don't have shit to give us. What are you going to give us? Yeah. You think Green Bay is going to take Cam Newton? <laughs> no. no. Like, as a bench warmer, <laughs> not even that. Like <coughs> you can't look. We'll pay you ten thousand to hold water bottles. Exactly. Like <laughs> I, I just don't see Go scam Newton. I just don't see. The fun yeah. fact: His brother was supposed to get drafted this year. Guess who didn't get drafted? Did he not? Nope. <laughs> not even free agent. Like just pick up. Like ah uh, nah. I don't think he's been picked up at all. Last okay. last I checked, he had not been picked up and did not get anywhere in the draft. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I, I guess they just feared he was going to turn out like his brother. I mean, he was good for. He was a hot. He's a running quarterback. He was a hot flash in the pan, and then he moved. And on. that's exactly how he was in college. But he didn't go into the draft wanting to be picked up as a quarterback. He went into the draft wanting to be picked up as a running back. Mm-hmm. And let's be real. Okay. So you look at what the Patriots would have to give for Rodgers. Looking down at everything, you'd have to give like probably you'd a Green Bay's not going to take anything that's not a quarterback. So you're going to have to give them Cam Newton or Mac Jones. They're not going to want Cam. He's they would, to they fizzle would want, out. They would want Mac. Yeah, they would want Mac. They'd probably want Hunter Henry, and they'd probably want like two first round because. They don't really have anybody. Which which really means 
New England has nothing to give them because they're not going to give them Mac Jones because that's who Bill's like, we're going to turn this into another Tom. Yeah, they're going to try their best to. and They really need somebody. The Patriots need a quarterback to fill the slot until Mac's ready, and they don't have it. And that's why I was like, eh, maybe they offer me a shit ton of cash, but the the Packers don't need cash. Now, the one thing that does worry me about this whole Aaron Rodgers situation is all of this has been going around and people are tweeting out and, you know, everybody's speculating. Well, on May 3rd, Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers' number one wide receiver and pretty much best friend on that team, just tweets out just a very... He doesn't tweet often. Like, his most... His most recent tweet was the one we're getting ready to talk about, but before then, his most recent tweet that he himself tweeted was March 31st. I mean, that's that just looks like... Oh, no, no, here we go. March 19th was like something he actually posted, not just like a copy and paste of a video or whatever for publicity or whatever it may be. Um, he tweeted out, gotta appreciate what you got while you got it. Is that him saying... Like, what? That's a very cryptic tweet. Like, is he just talking about, hey, you got to appreciate your family while you got it? Or, you know, somebody passing away, hey, you got to, you know. Or is it a direct shot at the GM of the Green Bay Packers? Brian Kuntagoons, probably. Shitting on him and wanting to get rid of him because he wants Aaron to stay. I, I just think. I think it's kind of the writing on the wall, if you will. It's the. You're probably going to have Rodgers for one more year. We Don't need, fuck up. Yeah, basically, we need to do something, and we need to do it now. Now, here's the problem right now. Because all of this has happened, and all of this stuff has came out, and the draft's already done, there's not a lot of um, wide receiver free agents right now. That's, that's kind of an issue. And... Aaron's made it known he needs more weapons. I, I don't even think he needs more weapons. I just think he needs better weapons. Like, you know, in this past offseason, I truly believe if Green Bay was like, okay, you know what? We need to do better. We need to go. Let's let's grab a free agent. You could have grabbed Kenny Galladay. You could have grabbed Marvin Jones. You could have grabbed Will Fuller, who... Aaron Rodgers made very clear last year that he won it, and so did the um, head coach, Matt LaFleur. He made very clear that they wanted him in the last se- last second, hey, we're going to trade and do whatever. You could have picked up T.Y. I mean, everybody knew T.Y. was going to stay in Indy, you know, especially with Carson Wentz coming in and brand new. You could have had Juju Smith-Schuster. Now, here's the thing. He was probably going to stay in Pittsburgh no matter what. It is what it is. Like, nobody's surprised about that. But you could have even taken, like, some older guys. Like, A.J. Green was available. He went from Cincy to Arizona. I mean, he went to Kyler Murray. You can't tell me that A.J. Green wouldn't have been a good fit with Devontae. Or Emmanuel Sanders, even. Going from New Orleans to Buffalo. Like, Buffalo made their wide receiver core better when they've already got Stephon Diggs. Like, they didn't need to make it better, but they did. Yeah, homie's got speed, too. Aaron... If Aaron could, if he could cut loose and get a pass off from Aaron, like game on. It's a, it's a definite weapon that needed to be filled. Oh, 100 percent. 
Antonio Brown re-signed with Tampa Bay. He did. Uh, I'm just scrolling through this list, and I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there was a lot of big names. I mean, Deshaun Jackson, Antonio Brown, you know. No one wants that player. <laughs> Tampa does. Tampa. Yeah, because Brady wants him. Yeah. And you know what? They're going all in on Tom Brady, and that I think that's what Rodgers is wanting. Rodgers is like... I'm just as good as Tom Brady, if not better. I'm a little bit younger. He wants somebody to appreciate him, and your GM's not doing it. No, and he's not. And I I understand it's Kuntagunz is like second or third year as a general manager, but in your actually I think this is his I think this is his second. No, no, this is his third. But in one of your first big things that you do as a general manager is draft Jordan Love a quote-unquote replacement for him, which the Packers came out and said literally two days ago that he is not progressing and is not ready for the NFL like they thought he was. So you traded up, you pulled a Trubitsky, you took somebody, <laughs> and he's not ready. And then you're like, well, what's going to happen? I don't know. It's, it's literally a circus right now. That is the best way to describe all of this. Like, I feel like that's going to be a catchphrase. Pulled a Trubisky. Oh, dude! It, probably for our podcast. Yes, let, let's Jesus. be real. I don't know. I just think there's a lot of there's a lot of media around this. There's a lot of okay. Is you know is love ready? If Roger stops, no, he's not ready. There's a lot of things. I mean, literally, the Packers brought in two different. Um, two different quarterbacks to like test out and see how all this goes and obviously nobody got signed but nobody's ready for this like no the Packers screwed themselves and he's trying to dig himself out of a hole that I don't think he can dig I I don't think he can fill that hole I don't think the Packers screwed themselves I think they got screwed because here's the thing with any quarterback or any big player there's going to be some discrepancies and all of that stuff is kept behind closed doors the fact that chef uh not sheffler ian rapaport brought all this stuff out and was like hey all this is going down we need to like keep an eye on all this like he made this to the public's knowledge and this is just not the way um this is just not the way I don't think Aaron Rodgers or the Green Bay Packers wanted this to happen. I don't think it's the way any team wants them and their quarterback to like associate business or no. have, have well, and here's conversations. The Look at Tom Brady. Let's use him as an example. People knew that Tom Brady and Bill Belichick were not happy with each other. And people knew that Robert Kraft was not happy with the other two. And their relationships were not great. Yes, there was some media coverage about it, just like anything, especially in the offseason while things are down. Now, if this exact thing would have happened and it would have got blown out of proportion, how do you think that would have been handled? I feel like that would have been way more blown out of proportion. Exactly. And, you know, the Packers are known for, once again, keeping things in-house. They're a very old school. They're a very um, traditional... Um, a traditional like they want to do things the way they've always done it they want to keep things in house they want to do what Vince Lombardi would have done I don't know I think that there's a lot of 
speculation and everything like that. There's not a lot of hardcore facts. And, at, you know, I'm not trying to be a stubborn Packers fan or anything, you know. I'm not saying Rodgers is wrong. I'm not saying the Packers are wrong. I don't believe anything until somebody comes out officially and says something. If if Rodgers was to tweet something or to have a press conference and to say something about it, then we would go from there. Then we would be like, oh, okay, this is what's going on. But when it's all hearsay and it's all this is what's going on, blah, 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 I don't. I just don't think it's... I don't think you can take anything at face value because no, most of the stuff is kept behind closed doors for good reasons. I do agree with that, but I also think that their GM has some work that needs to be done. Oh, 100% they're done. He needs to fix some shit. Oh, uh, there, yes. And you know what? I truly think that every day, Kutigans is waking up and being like, alright, how are we going to try to do this? Because you're you're talking about a legend. You're talking about a first-round Hall of Famer. You're talking about literally any team would be willing to just dump ship to try to get this man because he's that big of a game player. Like, he can make your no-name players look good and, like, be stars. I mean, arguably right now the only quarterback statistically better than him would be Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. Okay. Before, so like the number two quarterback in the league, anybody anybody lower than number two is gonna dump a shit ton of stuff just to try to get him. Where did where did Jordy Nelson go to college? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, exactly. Nobody knows. He wasn't a big name player. You know who made him a big name player? Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. The only big name like the only big name player that he's had, quote unquote, would be Mercedes Lewis and. Um, I guess Devonte. I guess like, you know, yeah. In college, Devonte was pretty statistically. Oh yeah, he was there. great. He was great, but he he went to like he went to California State in Fresno. So yeah, he got some looks and everything like that. Nobody knew. Nobody knew Jordy. He made Jordy. Nobody knew Bobby Tanya. You know, he he was a tight end. He, nobody knew anything about this dude. Get a couple dump passes from Aaron Rodgers and... Exactly. Like, yeah. he was a walk-on, like, tight end and, like, <coughs> trying out and doing all this stuff. Bobby Tanyan, last year, had 11 touchdowns. The man didn't go to college. The man didn't play college ball. Homie's from Illinois. He is. There's a lot... Like, Aaron Rodgers is one of those players that will make you good. You know? I don't know. I feel like... There's a lot of good things that people aren't talking about. I feel like there's a lot of bad things that people are talking about. And you know what? Bad news makes good news. Bad yeah, news any, travels faster. Any any media is gonna look bad when it's negative about a team. Like it, it's gonna it's gonna get blown out of proportion. Mm-hmm. And it it honestly could have been. The difference between one piece of rice and ten pounds of rice, but somewhere in the middle, someone said something and the bag got spilled. Exactly. Like, you know, it only... You you can only do so much behind closed doors with a big-name player. Like, there was talks earlier this season about how Russell Wilson wasn't happy in Seattle and all of that. 
everything there is no big football news as of right now that is not Aaron Rodgers related like it, and it is what it is like there you wish you could see other things being talked about you know yeah like would you just want to hear you know Robert Griffin the third's name just being thrown out you know or whoever it may be you know this exact thing could be happening with five other starting quarterbacks but we won't know because they're not Aaron Rodgers yes he is a big name yes he holds a lot of weight behind who he is but at the end of the day he is still a player he is still going to be playing up this upcoming year with the Green Bay Packers unless he sits out highly doubt that's going to happen the only other thing that frustrates me as a Packers fan is Rodgers is coming off his third MVP. The dude had a phenomenal year. Like, literally, he had 48 touchdowns and five interceptions. Let's take that in compared to his 2019. He had 26 touchdowns and four interceptions. Like, both years, he made back-to-back NFC championships how can you not you know what i mean like he threw for over 4000 yards both now barely in 2019 he literally threw for 4002 yards but he threw over 4000 yards you you just you you just got to give the man whatever he wants at this point yeah if, I, if i'm the gm of the packers i'm trying to give this dude weapons like he you, you obviously see he has the statistics to put up numbers and their GM just kind of shit on his life. Well, and here's the thing. If I'm the president of the Packers, if I'm Mark Murphy, I'd be looking at Kuntagunz and being like, alright, you've been here like two years, three years. <laughs> You're fresh, bud. You're fresh. You can easily be replaced. It's not like you've got a long like pass with us and done phenomenal things and you know, <laughs> I... Figure this shit out or I'm cutting your ass. Basically... Uh, you can't tell me that there's not people in that organization that would be like, hmm, I, I'd really like to be a general manager. I think I could do it. <laughs> I'll give Tom Brady a wide receiver or whatever the fuck he wants as long as he stays. You mean Aaron? Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Ah, uh, nah, it's all good. Like, that's the thing. They're <laughs> Same shit, different team. <laughs> basically, yeah. Because <laughs> Look at Tampa Bay. They just fucking did it. Yeah. They just re-signed everybody fucking Tom Brady told them to. Literally every single person from that last year's Super Bowl winning team is coming back. Like, why? Because Tom Brady said so. Yeah, because they're going all in. You know, I don't know. I think there's... It's too easy to compare the two of them. It's way too easy. It is. Because their statistics are close, but like, for their teams, like, it is, it is what it is. They're the top two quarterbacks in the NFL. Patrick Mahomes is nowhere near it yet. I'm saying it now. And he's nowhere near it. You can put him in for the MVP if you want. He's not getting it. No. And here's the thing. Like, you can, like, looking at all, like, the research and everything like that, you're seeing articles day in and day out of, oh, you know, the Broncos believe getting Aaron Rodgers is a real possibility. Well, all of this is is just clickbait. Like, here's the thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a real possibility. <laughs> Maybe in two years. Pick. Maybe in two years, if he goes free agency and Green Bay doesn't re-sign him. Like, you can't tell me that it wouldn't make Rodgers happy if Green Bay's like, you know what, 
we're going to make you the highest paid quarterback and this upcoming draft we're going to we're going to get a number 1 wide receiver our first round. We are going to go all in. We're going to who cares about our who we have in our system now? We're going to make moves, we're going to let things happen and we're going to be we're going to go and pick up somebody off of, you know, we're going to trade and we're going to get Julio, you know. Having Devontae, Julio and Rodgers, you know, you, you can't tell me. And it's a very possible I mean, Green Bay's got the money. They've got the cap space. Maybe that's what they need. Maybe they need to be like, okay, Atlanta, you're you're basically getting ready to start rebuilding. We're going to give you three first-round draft picks for the future, next year, the year after, and the year after. How about you give us Julio? We'll, we'll take Julio. You can't tell me that that would not change this narrative completely if you had Devontae and Julio and Rodgers throwing to him. Tell me that's not a weapon... Like that could rival Tampa. I mean, it is. It's a hundred percent. It's there. Okay, Antonio Brown is there. Is Tampa's number two or number three? Mike Evans mm-hmm. is their number one. And then they got Gronk. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, if you look at it comparable to comparable, it's statistically it, it's. You could stack their stats on top of their two wide receivers and quarterback and. Green Bay is two wide receivers and quarterback, and they're going to be very fucking close. Oh, oh, 100%. If not within yards. Oh, yeah, exactly. So, perfect example. I would be willing to say Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady are very comparable. Like, they are on par with each other. Yes, Tom Brady has more Super Bowls and everything like that with the Patriots, but, like, (laughs) where they're at right now in their careers, they're very comparable. Like, they're on that same path and everything like that. Okay. I mean, let's be real. Aaron doesn't have deflated balls or like reset time clocks or uh, you know, fuck it, you know, any of that stuff. Okay, <laughs> taking scandals and that kind of stuff out is okay. So they're comparable. Devontae and Mike Evans are very comparable. You throw Julio in that mix. Now that's an upper edge on Antonio Brown because let's be real. If you have Julio Jones as your number two wide receiver, compared to Antonio Brown, that hasn't been good since. Uh, yeah, we all know that 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 one hit when he played for Pittsburgh. Hey, hey, hey! He caught a touchdown pass in the Super Bowl this past year against a really beat up and really really hurt Kansas City Chiefs defense. <laughs> Good Lord. Honestly, if it came down to them signing somebody as good as Julio, I feel like it would be their president saying, "Hey, we I gave you two years to their GM. Hey, I gave you two years to fix this. You didn't fix it. Bye. Sign someone new and let their coach pick the freaking or wheel and deal to get Aaron what he wants to stay." You also got to think that this is a long-term thing. You want to re-sign Rodgers for the future because you know what? You know who becomes a free agent next year. Devontae Adams. You're telling me that if Rodgers leaves, <coughs> Devontae's already said his future with the Packers would be potentially affected if Rodgers was to leave. He's very loyal. You can't tell me he would not follow to another team. He He's definitely the comparison to the Tom Brady Gronk package deal is, where, is the oh, way this 100%. is looking. Uh, and so, okay, cool. Now you've got two of your biggest players being like fuck you (laughs) yeah we're gonna leave because you're not willing like Devontae's like you're not willing to make my boy Aaron happy I'm gonna leave because I don't know what my future would look like in Green Bay without Aaron you okay cool 
do you think they're going to have that kind of connection with love? Probably not because of all the years he's had with uh, Aaron. That's the problem with the Packers and their homebrew system is you. it's a really good bond that you get with from that quarterback to that wide receiver. They grow up together. They've played multiple, multiple years. It's not like, a oh, I've played under Tom Brady. Oh, I've played under Russell. Oh, yeah. I've played under Andy Dalton. Oh, I've played under Stafford. Like, no, it's, 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 I played under Favre for one year, and since then it's been Aaron. Exactly. And you have that trust, and you have that relationship, and that like gel that holds everything together. And now that you're taking a little bit of a chisel to Rodgers and you're starting to crack that open, now you're going to start missing, like, yeah, you're going to lose, if you lose Rodgers, oh, wait, now we're going to lose Devontae as well because next year he becomes free agent and you can't tell me Green Bay is not going to try to wrap him up and sign him or extend his deal this season. I think the only way he signs a deal is, is if Rodgers. Yeah, if they, if, if, if one, the president fires the GM and Rogers is like, okay, I'm staying, or if Rogers and then work something out, and he, like, tells Devontae. But honestly, Aaron's one of those dudes that, like, if he did get switched to a day, if he did get traded to a different team and Devontae goes on free agency next year, I don't think Devontae comes back. I 100%, he's like, oh, it might affect, it could potentially affect my future. They're not going to offer him enough money. He's going to go where Aaron wants him to go, and Aaron's going to be like, hey, I know we have these slots filled for wide receiver, but this is my boy. Oh, 100%. You're picking him up. I know you have the money, and even if we don't have the cap space, I can make him fit your cap space because he'll do what I say. Basically, yeah, because they have that trust, they have that relationship, and they have that, hey... he knows Aaron can take him to a fucking Super Bowl. Oh, 100%. Like, literally... Love's not going to! No, no. Love... I don't have faith in love. As a Packers fan, I don't have faith in love. He is the Packers version of Trubisky. Oh, 100% he is, and you know what? It's disturbing. It's very sad, it's very... Packers fans said it would never happen to them, and then it does. It, It does, and you know what? I there's nothing I can say to defend that because love is not he's not the future he 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 isn't he was our third string last year he wasn't even our backup if Rodgers would have gotten hurt Tim Boyle would have stepped up Thanks. who's Tim Boyle that's a great question <laughs> God damn I mean it's true let me just flame my second and third string quarterback real quick because they both suck dick hey I mean but that's a like that's, that's how it is a lot in the NFL Who's Russell Wilson's backup quarterback? Tell me. Oh, fuck, I don't know. Exactly. Who's Lamar Jackson's backup quarterback? <laughs> oh, um, uh, the, 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 the TikTok dude. Uh, oh, great, the TikTok dude. What the fuck's his name? <laughs> you know what? I, but that's what I'm saying, though. Who's Tom Brady's backup? Does he have one? Exactly. <laughs> you can't, like, you know it's, the name and you know the face. It's his left tackle, right? <laughs> Pretty much. That, that's what I'm saying is, like, there's not many teams that have a up-and-coming besides, depending on who starts this year for the Dolphins, you had Fitzmagic and you had Tua. Like... Fitzmagic and Tua. That's what I'm saying. There is... you. The Packers' future would have to be drafted or traded. The only backup that anybody knows of right now pretty much, and just because he's been talked about a lot, is Justin Fields, because now the whole talk is, is Andy Dalton going to be the backup? Is Justin Fields going to be the backup? Like, there's a lot... 
to say about what the future of any team is. And if you have an elite quarterback, Trace McSorley. Cool. (laughs) The only reason anybody knows his name is because he's got a TikTok following. (laughs) Cool. This is like the third time I've ever heard that man's name before. He played like one game last season, I think. Exactly. (laughs) And that's why, like, no offense to any backup. He played better than Lamar. And that's the thing. No offense to any backup. They're a backup for a reason. They're not going to have the name. They're not going to have the face because they're sitting behind somebody, you know? Unless you're a young drafted quarterback like um, Mac Jones, who's currently sitting behind Cam, nobody knows who you are, you know? Aaron Rodgers knew because he was supposed to be really high in the draft. He ended up falling down to Green Bay. They drafted him, and he sat behind Favre. That that's the thing is unless you're a big name and a lot of your big names now are going to teams that are starting them right away like Trevor Lawrence and that's gonna flop. So you <laughs> and not and not a lot of your quarterbacks are they they don't really have a shot until they need it. But unless you're a Michigan Wolverines fan, nobody knew who in the world Tom Brady was until Drew Bledsoe got hurt and they had to throw Brady in. And he fucking... And he killed it. He ran. Yeah, he just... And you know what? Now we now we know who Tom Brady is. <laughs> now everybody knows who Tom Brady but, is. You don't have to fucking watch football to know that motherfucker. But Tom Brady was a fifth-round draft pick. He was yeah. not a, oh, I'm a flashy first-rounder or anything like that. So I mean, look at them all the flashy first-rounders that have come out. Oh, yeah. Look what they're doing now. Coke? Yeah, probably. <laughs> good, good old Johnny Football. I mean, he's playing in the CFL, I'm pretty sure, still. Like, let's be real. I, I think he got cut from there, he too. He probably did. Let's be Too real. many drugs, man. Too uh, many scandals. That's the thing is nobody would touch him with a yardstick. No, nobody wants him. Speaking of people they won't touch with a yardstick, <laughs> are we getting into that this time? What? Are we getting into the Jags? I mean, we can, yeah. Are we, we getting into the fact that Tim Tebow got re-signed to the NFL? Yeah, as a tight end. And here's the thing. I, I saw something today, and it was literally the last time Tim Tebow started a game. Trevor Lawrence, his quarterback now, was 12 years old. Like, I he's been out. He's been an announcer. He's been doing all this stuff. What's he next? He baseball. Oh, yeah, I mean, he had a baseball contract he played a little bit but he, he was like on like a, three games yeah but he was like on a he was in like a farm team he ever actually it was, it was like a, a very it was like a peoria chiefs like a minor league no that was no. like a, a non-signed minor league team no wasn't it? no it was a signed minor leagues he played i want to say uh it was the yankees a yankees minor league i think it was the yankees minor league yeah he he was ne- he never started he you know i think he had like three at-bats. Russell Wilson has an MLB contract. So does Patrick Mahomes. There's there's certain players that do have all of this. That but being said, Patrick Mahomes was a fu- he, local, local dude. Patrick Mahomes' last pitch in college was against um, the dude from the high school that has the baseball shop in town now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. That was his last pitch yeah. in college. I so, I mean, yeah. it was good. But here's the thing. But the was of, Tim Tebow good at college? <laughs> Tim Tebow was great in college, and he got he really got streamlined because the man 
took a team, he took the Broncos to the AFC Championship, lost to Tom Brady, shocker, and then because of his religious beliefs and him doing his kneeling and all of that, he kind of got persecuted and there was a lot of publicity around it and he kind of got canned for that reason. That's why he went to college football again as an announcer and as an analyst and did all that. I mean, he's been still in the sports world just not playing and that's okay but it'll be really interesting to see i mean they signed him to a one-year deal do you think him being back down in florida in the area he's used to playing football in will change anything maybe but here's the maybe thing bring back a fan base oh, oh i'm sure i mean they're they're trying to build as much hype as they can right now around trevor lawrence and everything like <laughs> and that they thought tim tebow was gonna do it hey the man's got a big body and he can if he can run and catch the ball like i mean he was a big quarterback do you do you think they actually use him for pass routes though or do you think they use him as an offensive lineman as another person to protect trevor i mean it's very possible he might be a blocking tight end he might be a you know just you're gonna hold and you're gonna protect he might not be that running I mean, he's a big-bodied guy. I, mean, I haven't seen any videos of him trying to catch any balls yet, so... Yeah, I haven't either. But, I mean, it happened. I mean, we can also talk about... Did you see the DK Metcalf thing? I didn't. Okay, so DK Metcalf was trying to make it into the Olympics. Oh, yeah, for the sprinting, for right? For the 100-yard dash. Yeah. Yeah, um, he ended up not making it. He um, He ended up placing ninth overall for, like, the trials and whatnot. Oh, shit, that's not bad. I mean, yeah, it's not bad, but it's not Olympic standards. Like, he's not going to make – He he's just not going to be an Olympian, which would be awesome. But, I mean, if you look – like, people were supporting him all over. I mean, like, all over Twitter, Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes, and a lot of people were like, yeah, dude, you can do this, you know, and giving him all this props and support. I mean, which is good to see, you know, hey, if you think you can do something, go for it. Rodgers hosted Jeopardy this offseason. And he did did a great great job job at it until some dude flamed him. Yeah, oh, no, no, there were (laughs) multiple flamings. There was, like, there's one dude who's, like, the the final Jeopardy question. Nobody knew what it was. And so some guy was like, um, whose idea was Was it to... uh, the ball? No, whose idea was it to uh, kick a field goal? Oh, yeah, that's what it was, kick a field goal. Yeah, and Rodgers just looks at the camera, chuckled, and is like, you know what, who knows at this point? You know, he's trying to take it with good vibes and all that, but, like... It'll be really interesting to see just how the NFL is this upcoming season and what actually happens. You know what? I'm probably going to eat my words for saying this. Rodgers is going to start this year. They're, they're, that's just how it's going to happen. He's either going to start or he's going to retire. And you know what? We're going to go from there. I just think uh, post-COVID NFL football is going to look kind of crazy. Well, and here's the if thing. If it's post-COVID. Yeah. Who knows with that? But also the fact that even if he's not happy in Green Bay, he's still going to try his hardest, not for the team, but for himself. Because if he decides he wants to go somewhere else afterwards, he's going to want to put on a show for other teams to be like, hey, I've still got this. Come get me. So like He could, he could let the whole team fucking flop and just build his stats the way he wants to. But I, he, he doesn't want to go down as being a selfish player. That's, that's the true. thing. You don't want an Antonio Brown as a quarterback. You don't want this player that's all about me. You want a team player, especially as a quarterback. 
I wouldn't want Antonio Brown on my team in the first place, but, you know, Tampa Bay kind of ate that bullet. Yeah, and you know what? Good job, buddy. They they took that bullet, and he, he got a Super Bowl, until, and until he's he, going to try to get a second one again. Until he sexual assaults more people. Well, um, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of scandals that happen, and you've... All, I think all those charges got dropped, so, I mean, technically, you know, like... So did his bank account. Oh, yeah, he, he his <laughs> lawyers would be crazy, but, like, you know, if the glove doesn't fit, you must acquit. So, all right, so I think we're going to call it for that episode. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and let us know what you think on Twitter, and hit us up. We'd like to hear some social interaction with you guys, and whatever it may be. So tell us if we suck. Tell us if you like it. Tell us if you think that, you know, Aaron Rodgers is going to start – for the Chicago Bears. And we do have our shocking questions portion coming up soon. We are uh, trying to get a video set up to and be able to do that before. Yeah, we're getting that set up. It's just life's been crazy right now. And, you know, it's we're getting there. It, it will be here soon. I promise it'll probably be within the next three episodes. So. Oh, God, I'm not ready for that. Uh, buzz, buzz. All right. Y'all have a great one and take it easy, guys.